Mark a winner under lights. Thoroughbred Night Racing has returned to Launceston for 2023-24 and the season is in full swing. There are 20 night meetings at the Ladbrokes Racing Centre between October and April, including seven Friday nights. And of course, several feature meetings, including Tasmania's premier sprint race, the New Market Handicap. Join Form Plus Pro for pre and post coverage of Launceston Night Racing on Taz Racing TV, hosted by Matt Reed and Duncan Dorniff. Sign up for free today at tazracing.com.au. Now, the latest news on Tasmanian racing. Here's the inevitable flashing down the outside. Oh, the little champ's going to do them. First accused hit the front, but on the outside, the inevitable. Dash past and won brilliantly. Oh, gee, how good is he? Dunkel, after promises kept, Dunkel reeling in, and the Derby's his to savour. Dunkel won the Derby. It's time for Tassie time. Well, it's Tassie's time, pretty much, because it's the summer, and that's when it all hots up down there on the Apple Isle, and all the good horses are circulating at the trials, and the big question is, will Tassie racing fans get to see the champ this summer, the inevitable uh, Matty Reed's on the line. How are you, Matty? I'm very well, Matt. I think they will. I think they will. I'm not exactly sure when, but uh, I think we will get to see the inevitable this summer. That'll be huge. Absolutely. Uh, there was a rumour. I was on track last week. The last Launceston meeting was Friday night, and there were a few mumblings from the outer that the inevitable might be nominated for the new market. So nominations for that race are out next week. He, of course, won this race last year. I, it wouldn't surprise me if he is in the nominations. I spoke to John Keyes on the night. He, he was a bit non-committal. He poured a bit of cold water on the likelihood of running in the new market. He, he's likely to maybe run in the Conquering, which is 1,400 metres wait for age a couple of weeks later, which would be a more logical setup. It'd probably be only, what, two and a half weeks since the Champions Mile if he runs over 1,200 in the new market, and then he would have a big wait. But I guess the exciting prospect is whether it's next Wednesday night or otherwise, we will see the little champ back uh, probably dominating our summer festival like he did last season. That's a big get if it happens because he could easily not do it. He's, he's, he's performed on the mainland. He's, he's sort of, I'm not saying he's outgrown uh, the Tassie Summer Carnival, but he's such an established star now that he's, he's, had a, he's had a pretty full campaign and often luckless. But that, I love the parochial element to it where I, I think the, the connections of the inevitable feel that um, they're not indebted, but they, they feel that there's a, uh, there'd be a strong uh, desire in Tassie to see the inevitable, and it'd be lovely to see if they if they at least showcased him once. Yeah, and it's the beauty of having a, a champ that's, I guess, locally owned and, and by a lot of racing nuffies, for, for lack of a better term. Matty, they, they love being able to watch their horse. They love seeing him kind of dominate these races last year and having the option or potential to do it again is something that I guess would be really difficult to pass up. But... I mean, you're right, he kind of showed that at his peak he's, he's definitely a level above most of our wait-for-age horses. I think if he does end up accepting for the new market, it'll create an almighty kind of conundrum as to what you do with him coming back. There were some nice horses at the Longford Trials yesterday, Turk Warrior, uh, Rebel Factor, Alpine Wolf, uh, all these horses coming in fresh to a race like that versus the inevitable coming out of... Group 1 champion's mile form. I mean, what do you do with that? He, he would probably be too good, but I could see that you'd definitely make a case to, to maybe try and get him beat from a punning perspective if he does accept for the new market. But no, it's 
very, very exciting times ahead, and that is our first big meeting of the Summer Festival. Did you get to the uh, to the Longford Trials? I wasn't there yesterday, no. No, I uh, watched a few of the replays. Alpine. Uh, Alpine Wolf is a horse that I've followed closely because I've got a share in his lethargic sister, Sienna Wolf. Uh, how's he, how's he, how did he look in his uh, trial? Oh, look, he, he trialled really good. He was, he's kept under wraps. He was in the trial that was won by Rebel Factor, and that was uh, considerably quicker than the top trial that was run by Turk Warrior, uh, basically the one after basically a, a full second. So Alpine Wolf, he was under a hold. He was beaten less than two. Uh, look, I, I think connections would go to the new market very, very bullish about his chances. They're, they're probably still working him out a little bit in terms of what he is down here. He won the, oh, sorry, he broke the Devonport 1,009 metre track record during the winter. He's won up to 2,100. He's won at a mile. Is he sort of a sprinter? Is he a sprinter miler? I think they've probably worked out he's not a stayer. They just went there as a three-year-old. But, um, yeah, he'll have a lot of supporters uh, in the new market next week if, if he accepts, that's for sure. All right. Uh, gee, I'm looking forward to the Summer Festival. And, and Tassie Form Plus Pro is an essential tool. It's just it's a free hit for punters, isn't it? It's like you get it on your laptop. It's gourmet coverage of the, the Tassie races. So anyone listening who hasn't got onto Tassie Form Plus Pro, make sure you do. Uh, just a couple of bullet points here, Matty. Um, two-year-olds uh, are starting to bob up. Yeah, we do. We've got our first race down here on Sunday in Hobart. Always a really, really exciting time, particularly for, for owners that have probably spent up at the sales and hoping to get a return in the in the two-year-old. So, yeah, first race there in Hobart on Sunday. A field of six. A couple have a little bit of a spruce. There's a really interesting one with Siggy Carr. It's called Miss Tasmania. It trialled really well. It's an all-female ownership group. A few movers and shakers here. The, the CEO's wife's actually in the ownership of this one too, Matty, so probably a little bit of pressure on Miss Tasmania. Fired, trained by Siggy Carr, so... A good connection there, and as mentioned, tried really well. And there's a bit of a spruik on one uh, Olive Girl from the Stephen Shaw stable as well. But Stewie Gandy, he knocks up winning early two-year-old races for fun. He's got two in the race, Gigi's Legacy and Gigi's Miss Truth. So, yeah, the, the two-year-olds kind of highlight um, the card there in Hobart. And, yeah, then we back up four days later in, into the new market. It's all happening and it's going to be a nice warm summer um, here and it's going to be just gorgeous down in Tassie as well. And then we've got King Island jumping in uh, throughout the, the summer as well and the Miners Rest Cup's going to be run for the second time as well. So all eyes on the Apple Isle, Matty. It is, it is. And I saw the, the social media yesterday around the, the Miners Rest Cup and the, the boys have sort of shared their horses out again. I think they've got their first trial session on King Island this weekend and their first ra race meeting is next weekend uh, on Saturday over there. So, yeah, King Island, great. All three codes. We've got the Tassie Golden Apple heats for the harness on Sunday night. A couple of really good races there. And we're only a couple of weeks into the Group 1 Lab Breaks Hobart 1000 as well, Matty. So... Yeah, there's kind of nowhere to hide it. It comes at you thick and fast in Tassie. And, yeah, it's a really exciting time for racing down here. We can hardly wait. Look forward to seeing you down there at least a couple of times over the summer. Absolutely. Sounds good. Thanks, Matt. Matty Reid there.